Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to another episode of Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and it is fantastic to have your company today for episode... Two, one, six. This week on Toy Power, we're going to take a leaf out of Jay and Rob's book and deliver the icebreaker, followed up by Patreon questions. We've got a ton to get through, and what we don't get through today will follow up in another episode. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio... We've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. G'day, g'day. And Great Darren. to be with you, everyone. <laughs> you, you keep jumping there, Is it my, too uh, soon, mate? Are, are you out of sync, Darren? <laughs> I must like, be. Is we're it like lag? we're on a Skype call. This <laughs> is like a, a, a reverse lag. All right, let's jump into the icebreaker. And this one is, if you could interview any voice actor, now this can be living or Correct. past, yep. right? No limits. Who would you like to chat to the most? Now, look, I was going to start to my left with Ben, but I feel like you've got... This He's, is the I've, one to end all I've got the one answers. to... Yeah, to, to the be-all and end-all. <laughs> uh, and you guys are going to question all your questionable things in life after I've said this, because it's just so perfect. Come right? on, come on, let's hear Mel it. Mel Blanc. Yeah. yeah. From Looney Tunes. 100%. Yeah. He, he did, like, everything, so... Well, he, he really... I mean, he's a comic genius yes. to start off yep. with, mm. but he did so many of the most iconic, yep. the starts of of voice acting. To yeah, some yeah. Yep. arguably the world's first, you yeah. know, professional voice actor. Almost like, yeah, all right, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm going probably the modern day equivalent, and this is our, our friend Rob Paulson, who of course yeah. better known as the voice of the original Raphael in Ninja Turtles, who later then went on to do. Donatello in yeah. the 2012, but he's done a myriad of other things. Of course, Looney. Um, what am I singing? Not Looney Tunes. Um, Wacko, Yakko, uh, Alamaniacs. That's the one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Pinky in the Brain, like all that sort of style was was all him. And I just think he'd be fascinating and absolutely hilarious to talk to. He's great. Um, Trent and I actually met him at Supernova oh, there you a few go. years ago. And yeah. He is fantastic. Very, very awesome with fans and engagement and happy to sign anything and everything and, and really appreciative of the fact that, that fans love that stuff. Yep. You know, um, awesome. terrific guy. So for me, I'm going to go with John Irwin, um, yep. who obviously, among other things, voiced Prince Adam and He-Man in the filmation He-Man the Master Universe cartoon. For me, the reason why I choose John is because he shies away from the limelight. Yes. He doesn't do conventions. He doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do anything. So I figure that would actually be something that if if we were able to get him, we would actually have something that... Exclusive. You know, mm. Yeah, really exclusive. We'd actually have something people would listen to. Yeah, well, <laughs> our numbers would skyrocket, you know. Um, we'd have more than the um, more than just us listening um, to that episode, put it that way. But um, and I'm joking because obviously our numbers are through the roof. But um, but um, yeah, yeah, no, it'd be it'd be John because, like I said, you know, um, you know, everyone would love to chat to him, but he never does anything. He doesn't do PowerCon. He doesn't do San Diego. He, he said no to the DVDs. Um, he just doesn't do anything. Yeah, and look, I 
get that. I understand that. I, I do too. But you're right. It would be a great insight to have to actually be able to have that discussion. So yeah, good good call. Um, this is I, I'm I've narrowed it down to two, and I'll, I'll call mm-hmm. out both, and then I'll refine it live, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, but it's Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, and Ooh. really it defined. Batman the Animated Series, for me, it was the time when I should have been too old for cartoons. Yep. And I just loved it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it just hit that moment. I love the toys. I love the show. I love the fact it was Batman. It came off the back... I think it coincided, really, with Batman Returns. came off the back of 89 Batman. Mm. And, and so it was very... In those formative years, for me, and, and comic books and, and animation. And I wouldn't... You, you know, when I'm watching the Joker on screen... I had no idea that was Mark Hamill. I didn't realise until probably I was an adult later and I went back and kind of, you know, joined the dots. I'm like, my goodness, it's Luke Skywalker doing the voice. It's Mm. so different. Such a different character. Conroy, on the other hand, is Batman, is the voice of Batman. And and it's almost... When when I first... Darren's happy to shoot him, you know. Like, yeah, that's uh, right. yeah. don't don't invite yeah. Darren yeah. into no, your no. interview. Could end poorly. Like. I was waiting for that. I actually have I actually have Kevin Conroy's um, signature. Actually, um, my my um, good friend, the late Steve Young, uh, managed to um, meet him in Melbourne and and got um, some Batman stuff signed for me as a, as a gift. I didn't even know he, he was going to be there. So. Yeah, yeah. But what probably just tips it in the favour of Mark Hamill is the Star Wars legacy. Yeah, you get both. And, and, and I, I would love... I just think that's such... It's such a pop culture juggernaut. I mean, yep. it is the juggernaut. It's intergenerational. And Hamill... Mark is just... Seems like the, the gentleman. Just the very, very down to earth. His online presence yeah. is amazing. It like, is, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, when, when of course, he, he famously appeared at the right at the end of Mandalorian Season 2, his tweet was just... Yep. Apart from the fact he kept it all to himself, but he tweeted, so, anyone seen any good TV lately? Yeah. Like, I, I saw another one where he's out the front of a, uh, what looks like a petrol station that was called, for whatever reason, Toshi, yeah. and he had yeah. two boxes that just read power converters on them, yeah. and he just this big smile on his face. I'm like, the man's a genius. So, yeah, that would be... And look, I love his voice acting work, mm. but it would also be on the slide to tap into that, that side and get some Absolutely. of those, those stories. All right, we're going to jump into some Patreon-powered questions now. We put the call out, or Ben put the call out on the page, and we got a fantastic response. Yeah. I love I love the thought that goes into these questions. So we're going to kick it off here. Just a note to everyone that did ask a question. We will get to them all, but it might take us a couple of episodes. So we're just going to plow through these and see how we go for time. Mm-hmm. We'll kick it off and we'll go to my uh, to my left with uh, Ben to kick this one off. This comes from Scotty M, a.k.a. Villain for Hire. He asks each of you to answer what single item would you take from any other person's collection and why? <laughs> now, it doesn't say steal. It says take, just, so just interpret says borrow that as forever. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, long-term yeah. Borrow and never Interest-free loan. <laughs> Property of Ned Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So on rapid fire, from Frank's toy room, I would take that uh, Sky uh, Shredder, that Sky Jet Suit Shredder from 2003. Oh, the it, um, Air, Air Ninja yeah, one? Yeah. Yep. Don't have that. Never see it up online. It, you've got oh, it really? complete. Um, oh, okay. I, I borrowed it for a photo shoot and then uh, gave it back but uh, next time I'll take it forever <laughs> uh, from Darren's collection I'd take the Mondo quarter, are they quarter no sixth scale, no, sixth scale. Um, 
Turtles. Yep. Your uh, I, I freaking mm. love them. I love the original color scheme and things. And from Trent's, your uh, damn Quetzalcoatlus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <okay>. Dino Riders. <laughs> <Wait for> so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. I only listed one item. I didn't do one for each, oh, okay. each person's oh, well. collection. But for me, uh, I'd probably I've only seen it in Trent's collection to this point. Uh, I think it's MP44 Optimus Prime. That price on that was just ridiculous. And I actually even on my MP shelf, I've got MP1 and MP5, the big oversized ones. I've got my Megatron. I've actually got a space there for that Optimus <laughs> yep. that I don't think I'm ever going to fill. And I just, uh, 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 that's the cheapest way I can think to fill the gap. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 discount. I resisted it for a long time until I saw it in Shin Tokyo on the shelf. And yeah. I happened to have fucking, sorry, uh, $800 or whatever on me. And, and I, I just made a, a rash decision to buy it. But it is phenomenal. Yeah. It's it like don't sell me on. No, it. I mean, I tell you what, like it's it's the G one perfection. It's G one yeah. perfection. So it's not for everyone because mm. some people might want toy perfection, mm. in which case you've got that. But it's it's beautiful. G one yeah. cartoon yeah. perfection, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. that's what I mean. Yep. Sorry, G one sure. cartoon. Yep, yep. All right, Darren. So from from Trent, I reckon I would um, help myself. Um, property of Trent um, to <laughs> the um, is it boxed or minted box fright zone. I, yeah, I do have a, a mint in box, not sealed, yep. but fully fully yep. Uh, yep. complete. Yeah, yeah I'd, um, I would borrow that um, from Frank. I think he's going to know what I'm going to say. I would borrow <laughs> his scratch. Yeah, yep. there you go. And, and from, from Ben, I would borrow the Twitter head Shira bust. Oh, yeah, okay. yes. Don't you have that? No, oh. no, I missed it. Yeah. She is beautiful. Yeah, just, she is. Just quietly. She, is. I, yeah. um, she was... Here and gone right. like that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no, I just missed it uh, oh. by that much, as Maxwell Smart would say. Yeah. But um, so yeah, that would be the one. Nice. So cool. making making my other answers up on the fly, I would steal back one of the stactions <laughs> I sold yeah. to Ben. Oh, just one? so in, uh, I'd probably go Leech. That was one of my yeah. favourite yeah. ones. Okay. And then probably about twelve months time, I'd make him buy it back from me. <laughs> He'd be and a little it. bit more than <laughs> I paid for it initially. <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> Consider it a ransom. That's it. <laughs> and uh, Darren, I would probably steal any of his uh, Masters of the Universe uh, Origins figures because he's got three of each, so he wouldn't even know it's gone. I have three of each. <laughs> I don't have three of each for Origins. I have two of each. Well, you still wouldn't know it's gone. <laughs> All right. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is very tough, but um, I reckon I'm going to go into oh. Darren's collection. Because I, I believe it's particularly minty on the chrome and grab a superpower cyborg. Oh, yeah. Cool. Just because I need that one. I've got a gap there. For, <laughs> and, and I, know, I, hear it's, I hear it's in nice condition. Um, from Ben, how many of uh, Darren's Mondos did you take? I, I, I you take took uh, Raph. Oh, just Raph. Okay. Yeah, just Raph. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go laser power Skeletor, light laser light Skeletor, yep. because I don't have oh, that. And if I chose between He Man and Skeletor, I know it would pain pain Ben to lose the Skeletor and not the He Man, but Skeletor's just cooler in that. Yeah, version, definitely. I think. Yeah. So I'd go yeah. for him. And for Frank, this is gonna come out of the blue maybe to some mm. extent. But I've been on a bit of a Thundercats um, you know, journey. I've got Bengali recently. Nice. I've got a few of the I've got Jaga complete with the helmet and cape and mm. sword and that sort of thing. One that I don't have that I reckon you've got, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, Safari Joe. Yes, I do yes, have Safari I, Joe. So I would probably just... I believe I, I even I know, have I would have, one I would have gone, as well. would have gone past Scratch and realised Darren had got him yep. and then moved, <laughs> moved on to Safari Joe. Yep, he's there. <laughs> Very cool. 
So uh, another Scotty. So Scotty the Toy Hunter, uh, his question to us is, if we lived in a reality where no toy lines pre-1995 existed, which toy lines do you think you would collect and why? So any toy lines that existed in any form before 1995 are disqualified, even if that property has had re-releases or reboot. Now, I have to take Scotty to task on this. Yes. Because under his very specific rules, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Toy Story is disqualified. Mr. Potato Head existed a long bloody time before 1995, and not to mention that, uh, Rex comes from Dino Riders. Yeah, 1987 to 1989. So, can't, Scotty, in, in <laughs> your you fantasy shot world, yourself in you the can't foot. collect Toy but Story. New, it's, a new, it's a new property that... It's been uses. rebooted and rebranded. It's still the same toy. Okay. Yeah, fair <laughs> cool. well, it, 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 It's a borderline one, right? What's yeah. that? It's borderline. Could, yeah. Could go either way. Yeah, so, absolutely. Okay, so we're pulling Toy Stories out. But you can bring in something like Wally, for example, right? Yeah. Like Wally. Look, I'll be honest. I, I really struggled with this question because uh, whenever I started looking at toy lines that were 1995 or younger, they they didn't resonate with me. And it comes from the era that we all grew up in, right? Yeah. 1995, I was, you know, partway through high school. And at that point... You're not into the zeitgeist of whatever is is popular with kids at the time. So I'd, short of Pokemon, I didn't really have a, a really clear answer for this one. Anybody else? Yeah, I have one. I believe if if my ears are correct, for me to be Skeleton Warriors, it came out after '95, I reckon. Did it? Ooh. I what think that's older, man. Is let it? me. Pretty sure that's. Yeah, yeah, that's Playmates. So let it me just uh, Google it. Right, keep talking. Keep yeah. talking. Uh, well, there's a few... This is interesting because there's a few adult properties that have toy lines. Hmm. And so does that... If it has a toy line that came out after 1995... Yeah, yeah, does that's, that, that's does fine. That qualify? Yeah. That's... So, so I would steer towards something like a maybe like a Mythic Legions. Oh, that's um, a good call. Because yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I've just been recently trying to try I, I put out I said I'm getting rid of Mythic Legions because I don't have that nostalgic connection sure. to them and then I rejigged my toy room and I'm like you know what I reckon the Mythic Legions look great up there and as I started <laughs> I'm like I can't let th- I can't let these go like these are yeah, fantastic amazing, toys um, no real tie-in but mm. for, for my aesthetic as an adult collector totally new property that's come out yep. in really the last sort of eight years yep and I'm still blown away by the quality of the sculpt, the paint apps, the execution, like just feels like if I had the Necker equivalent and I was doing what I'm doing with the posing, I'd pop an arm off or oh, I'd yeah. break it, like I'd break something. Whereas no problems with these. Hmm. So I probably have to lock in Mythic Legions, even if that's not quite the intent of the question. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think it's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's valid though. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> 1994 was Skeleton oh, really? Warriors. Oh, yeah. missed. Just <laughs> missed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I think I would have just taken the comics route, like because I was sixteen was a defining point for me mm. in my life. Uh, discovering comic books and the aliens, comics, you know, they did aliens comics, like yeah. that blew my little mind. And uh, so I would have been deeper into comics, but taking that nineteen ninety five existence out of the equation, I would have missed out on Kenner aliens and things. Mm. So I would have been a Spawn boy, right? I would have gone oh, the yeah, McFarlane Spawn yep. and then naturally evolved into the McFarlane movie horror genre. And maybe I wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't see a wall of Alien Predator. Maybe you'd see more of the Hellraiser pinhead and things like that that never had any toys pre-2000, but, you know, movie maniacs from mm. McFarlane um, released all that. So I would have been a more horror-centric uh, 
collector. Nice. Then, uh, yeah, yeah so. that'd be cool. Very cool. All right, this next question comes from our good friend, Mr. John Caulfield. What is the one talent you wish you had? And it has to be something realistic, for example, playing a musical instrument. So not necessarily not toy-related at all. Not, not raising a power sword and uh, no. you know, yelling, not, I have not the power. Having, not having a yeah. secret identity. Yep. Um, Darren, <laughs> we'll start with you. Um, wish I could podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you got that one under your belt. But, um, yeah, no, seriously. Um, I wanted to learn a musical instrument when I was younger when i was a child and i really really tried my absolute hardest because what was it it was uh, it was the guitar nice but i was absolutely hopeless um <laughs> i really badly wanted it. i wanted to be able to play the guitar and be musically talented but i just sucked like n- nothing else <laughs> um so i spent about a year and a half trying to do this and I reckon I got worse over that period. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, nice. yeah. Look, you know, um, that I, I think would probably probably be something that I I would love to be good at. There's so many, you know. Um, I'm not a very talented guy. <laughs> well, this is the, this is your free shot. This is your one free shot at yeah, whatever talent you yeah, want. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, lock in guitar for me. It was really easy for me. I would love to be able to sculpt, and, and I can do. I, you I'm can, well. Though. I, I I, I have an amateur level of sculpting and painting that, that I like to work on. Mm. But like I would love to be I able to I thought that go... human Baxter was real when the first time I saw you. Yeah, oh, I look pretty amazing up on that shelf <laughs> in between the uh, I, I really wish I had and, the talent uh, when I did that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Captured but... my amazing uh, features really well. <laughs> look, I, look, I, I would just love to be able to go, look, here's this prototype figure we never got. Make and, it. And, and, yeah. and make one. Mm, or yeah. here's a character That's like cool. like the human Baxter, here's a character we, we haven't had yet. But actually make it like I, I love this guy I follow on Instagram. Emilio Hemo Adventures, mm, yeah, I yeah, think yes, is his yeah. name is he just put out he does like uh, turtles figures, but almost like the line if it was continued and merged and mashed together with other properties. Yep. And he just put out a Don, Donatello, mixed with Beetlejuice. Yep. And then yep. he put out like a and I don't know which turtle, just generic turtle. As an alien, yep. you know, yeah, as an xenomorph, as an animal, yep. and yep. then he put out the yellow pizza monster yes. from you know, yes. like, and and they they look like the toys. They look like production quality, like and, and, and the, the, uh, the xenomorph and the pizza monster, even though they're both very yeah. uh, totally alien esque, look totally different. Yeah. Different size sculpts and yep. everything, yeah. just uh, different it's amount of uh, detail. you know detail and yep. things. Like the pizza monster was very cartoony, whereas the xenomorph was almost horrific. Yep. Like just. Oh, Amazing. I would, yeah. I would kill to be able to, not, not um, literally, but to be able to have that skill. And it is something I've actually, you know, thought about investing time in and courses in, in, in being able yeah, to wow. have that skill. So that, that's a no-brainer for me, that one. Cool. Yeah. I couldn't narrow it down past two, right? I, on, honest to God, I wish I had my um, school again and I wish I took more interest in graphic design and things like that. Mm. I, at, at high school, I was at, at that... I don't know if it was my school or if it's just my mindset. I didn't see how important, uh, you know, the computer-aided, you know, Cat network would stuff, be yeah. in, you know, moving forward. Like, we were still... You know, in in media studies, we were all borrowing the same camera. You know, we didn't yeah. have 
phones and things back then. So, to you know, one person to do a documentary film and we're sharing around one camera yeah. against the class. It was just ridiculous. Uh, and that, that embedded in my mind whenever, you know, uh, electronic studies came up, I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. You know, I've got burnt so That's bad. That's not going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so I, I wish I had Photoshop and everything. You know, yeah, I've yeah. got no clue how to use that. Uh, so that's definitely one. And um, my other one was I wish I did a trade uh, after school. Uh, I just I stuck with my retail background of, you know, working after school at retail. And I just followed that because I didn't want to be at school anymore. And I mm. worked my way up in the retail industry, whereas I wish I did more um, focus point at TAFE or something and, uh, you know, learn learn a trade like woodwork or plumbing or something, something that I'm, I'm more hands on and I can actually put that knowledge into my own house because i feel quite uh you know uh two left feet so, sort of yep, thing yep. when it comes to fixing things so. yeah no mm. i i can relate to that ali asked me to uh put a, a doorstop on the back of one of our doors and there's you can see where i was going to put it originally and then you can see where it's actually ended up <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah i yeah. feel that whatever, whatever leanne asked me to do a job <laughs> i just ring my dad that, that, there's a job for us to do <laughs> I'll look like I'm helping and yeah. I know what I'm doing. I'll hand, <laughs> hand you the tools. Yeah. 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 The coffee's boiled, Dad. Uh, how many sugars? It'll be a team favourite yeah. son moment. Yeah. But, you know, that's cool. No, look, I think we all wish we had that talent, you know. <laughs> look at the jobs that we could do around the house yep. if only we had the talent. But, um, you know, you did go to TAFE, didn't you, to do retail? Remember? I did uh, because it was just so I didn't know what it... I didn't know... I was still at the point of year 12, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. I just want to earn money... I don't want to study too hard. I definitely didn't want to go to uni because I didn't want to bog myself down with another five years of yep. study. Yeah, and yeah. that was just my mental yep. state of mind. Sure. I just That's wanted a to... lot of people's mental state yeah. of mind at that age. Yeah, it takes you a while sometimes to figure it out. It took me a few years. I career transitioned from, yep. you know, to social work, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, look, for me, I probably, I just would want to be a better at sport, in particular cricket. Like, I, I played it for a long time at indoor knowing the whole time that I was the worst person on the team. I couldn't bat, I couldn't bowl. They had me fielding up close, which is either like you either accidentally <laughs> stop the ball with your body or it's gone past Frank you. caught it like, with his head again. <laughs> well, and, and funnily enough, it was around the time of my broken nose that was six months out from Ali and I getting married. She just went, right, you're done. You're done. Yep. Your career's yeah. over. Yep. You know, one last match for Swan Song, but I'm not having you rock up to the wedding with a broken arm or yeah. whatever. So yep. I just love to be, yeah, just good. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so, Joe Bucamanda. Sorry, yeah, Joe Bucamanda. What um, toy was the most hype to get um, for you to get? Only to um, for you to end up disappointed when you had it in hand. I remember distinctly being so excited by this Teela figure in Masters of the Universe Classics that was there was really their first almost filmation likeness, and it ended up coming with. Talent fighter, point dread, and I I remember when that when image and it was I I hadn't received mine yet in hand I had it ordered but when images the, the images came out of what the prototype was mm. like and it was it was stunning it was Teeler off the pages of filmation and then the, the when the first people started receiving theirs it's like the face had kind of moved in the mold or something it had mm. it had drooped in the paint apps and it, it was a, it was so bad shockingly bad um that i remember getting that figure and almost 
throwing away the head. Mm. Luckily enough, it came with like a helmeted head as yes, well, which doesn't look which I, which I, as bad, right? Yeah. Which wasn't as bad, which I put on, and thankfully later we got a a, a filmation mm. version. Yeah. Which which now, if we hadn't got that filmation, that would have left the nastiest taste in my mouth from from production to final was mm. just so off. I don't know if anyone else remembers that, but it was just I yes, do, I, I do. remember I the remember uh, before yeah. we had ours, um, you know, before they arrived. Katie Cati known yes. online as Rainbow Bright. Nick, um, nicknamed her or dubbed her um, Point Dreadful Teela. Yeah, well, that, that was almost the deciding point for why I still to this day don't have the Point Dread right. yeah, Teller Fighter because that was hated on so bad. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, for me, uh, it's, you know, not to take anything away from Trent's, but it is another Master of the Universe Classics figure. And it is Rio Blast yep. because uh, I just, I was so hyped about that character. That character to me. Uh, you know, delves between the lines of Brave Star and Masters yeah, of the Universe, yeah, right? Cool. And um, when we got him, he just to me was going to be the f- most fantastic character, right? So when we got him, he um, he came not very very few paint apps. When you folded his guns and things over his head, the the eye line sight were, was uh, no, it well, doesn't oh. line up. So he, you can see his sort of eye line of sight not looking through the goggles yeah, of the blasters. Okay. Uh, when you folded the gun back, um, his gun chest uh, back into his chest, there was a clear gap all around, mm. and there was, you know, pro tips on how to fix it. So I actually cut my gun thing down to size, you know, mold, put it in the freezer, warmed it up, Jeez. cooled it down, tried every little That's trick, and it just didn't. I, I still couldn't get to the work. And I've heard since I think uh, Trent, you did it. You just glued yours I glued in it shut, because yeah. it was so bad. <laughs> I used a Stanley knife to make yep. it fit better. Glued it. I've actually I kept i opened two so i've got one that's glued and modded and mm. one that's in battle formation with all the chests open mm. and stuff but it, it, and, he, and the other thing i don't know if you mentioned it but he's just the chest piece is so bulky yes. and that was yep. a, an issue with some of those master universe yeah. figures you'd see the prototype you go oh look at that mm. and then you'd see the actual production version and and something's happened mm. in, in trying to get the armor to fit and, and it not just being form fitting and he was one that suffered from sort of bulky armor syndrome yeah, sure. Look, for me, uh, I was actually really hyped for the uh, Technodrome Mega Blocks set. Seeing those pictures, I look, I love building Lego. This, uh, at the time, I think was probably only like the second Technodrome we'd ever gotten because I think it predates that uh, Michael Bay movie one. Yep. And I was just like, yes, this is going to be great. I'm going to have so much fun building this. Then I started hearing from some people, uh, Davey and a few others, who were just like, this thing can burn in hell. And I was like, no, 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 you just don't know how to do Lego, right? Uh, after three days and, and hands that felt like they were on fire, I'm just like, nah, this thing. And and like I had a couple of missing pieces. Thankfully, nothing crucial. One piece was actually, it looked like it had looked like they'd taken it out of the mold before it had set and it was just sort of weirdly sheared off on one piece and and look don't get me wrong when it's complete and it's it's, but it's tucked down the bottom of it's too big to put on a shelf basically um but yeah it was just it it burnt me by the end of it and at that point i think i sold off a lot of my turtles lego stuff shortly afterwards so that's how burnt out you were pretty much so for me, I've still got mine mint on uh, mint in box. That's how bad I felt after I heard your story. For me, <laughs> the disappointment was the most thing that I was most excited to get was the Super Seven Filmation He Man, but the power harness was such a problem. I bought six of them, and out of um, out of those six mint on card, 
only one had the harness done up in the 5.5 in the yeah. 5.5 size scale, scale to be yep. retro. Yeah, yep. that's exactly right. Yeah, in the 5.5 retro vintage scale, and I was just so so pleased that they were doing this, and so excited. And then you know, I bought six of them. You know, and, and I remember saying to these gentlemen, I should have bought ten. You know, clearly six <laughs> wasn't enough to get a good percentage. Did you buy the six because you'd heard about this issue? No, no, no. no. Why did you buy six then? I'm just curious as to the mentality. The mentality, uh, core character. Um, there was an expectation on my part that some of the cars might be dinged or you know not the best, which they were. Um, some of the reaction stuff, the uh, bubbles were peeling off the cars even in retail stores. So I just wasn't sure how they were going to look. So there was a less less get it. So do you big have enough do buffer? You... <laughs> so the... do you have the one good one up on display now? I do, but the one good one's. And what do you do with the, the five others then? Well, I opened one. And the four? Um, well, I've got... story. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've got I've got one standing. I've got one standing up on the entertainment unit. Yeah. I've got one in in um, in a vintage vehicle. Yeah. And you know, I've got got the the other three around. You know, <laughs> but, um, around. Oh, around. I've done similar things. But, um, you know. They were no, really no. disappointing. I should have bought more, and you know, um, you know, because that one that's mint on card, the card's not perfect. Yeah. You know, um, and <laughs> such a disappointment. You know, no, that is that six wasn't enough to get it right. No. Now I will say, they did up their game on those figures. Each wave got better than yep. the previous yep. wave, so I don't want to sound yep. like I'm, I'm slamming Super no, no, Seven no, no. or it's, anything. It's, it's just a... that particular figure, as a lot of people know, is a holy grail for yeah, me. And I, I get that. I was quite a shat. Yep. Shattered when it turned out the way it did. All right, next question is from Emily Lynn from the Canto Bite Dispatch podcast. Of any toy line you collect that you doesn't have a major motion picture attached to it, which would you most like to see made on the big screen? Mm, that's a good question. This one's easy for me. You gonna you want you me to answer first? Yeah, yeah. Battle Beasts. Oh, Battle Beasts, man. Yeah, like, be cool. And I almost want it as a animation. Uh, as opposed yep. to a live animated action. animated motion picture. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yep. animated, properly done. Yep. No humans whatsoever. Like, so, Don't you know, and, and just spend that money yes. getting the story right, getting the beautiful animation and uh, sort of world building and things. And, and that way, I feel with animation, you can put in the, you know, Series 3, even some of the laser beasts and things in the background. Mm. They don't have to be key characters, but... If it was live action, you'd only get about six characters well, in so the first film. I was going to say, because some a cast of, you know, what was there, 64? 76. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, how do you, yeah. how do you, is there like a core six characters that would well, you'd form probably, the basis of a story? I think you'd probably use the wave one, which mm. is, uh, Most you know. Pirate yeah, line yeah. would probably yeah. be yeah. the hero. Yeah, so you'd have those, you'd divide them up into the Autobot and Decepticon factions almost or whatever. Oh, so and, not the wood fire water. Yeah. No, because, yeah, I, I think. Uh, just interesting. I think, so. I think. W- you know, you'd divide them up into the Decepticon and Autobots factions, and then yeah. they'd fight in between. For um, you know, you uh, you would win. You'd beat the other. The Decepticon would beat the Autobot because he's got wood versus water. Gotcha. So within speak, the fact, you know, you yeah. but factions primarily. And and, and and that 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 fight scene would play out because I I've got water feature. You've got wood, you know, and uh, yeah, wood <laughs> now, floats now, on water. Would, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. would any Transformers make an appearance? Well, see, that's post-credits. that's the world that's building. The that's the world building <laughs> yeah. that you could yeah. come from an animation series. I think uh, I I just. 
just got, you know, I don't sleep at night because I'm dreaming about this. Uh, well, as long as rubber neck giraffe gets a gets a roll. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, triple threat snake all the way, yo. <laughs> and and, yeah. and you'd be up for voicing the koala, right? Oh, hell yeah. The yeah. Or, or, or the, yeah, definitely. Koala, <laughs> kangaroo, yeah. uh, duck bill, dive bill, duck bill. Um, platypus. Platypus, yeah. Nice. Yep. Mm, uh, well, I'll tell you what, I collect Marvel Legends. Marvel's due for a movie, right? We need more Marvel. We need, we need Marvel need to do a big tentpole, couple of billion dollar film. That's what I like to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I wanted. Uh, I want a Shearer film. All this yeah. talk about He Man and you yep. know, on again, off again, whatever. Yeah, I think you sidestep that. You know, you, you do think Wonder Woman, but done with Shearer yep. characters in the world, and and I think Hordak done right would be an amazing villain to see live action on screen. You know, you've got your your robo troopers that she can smash and bash without being accused of killing people, um, and her sort of side cast of characters. I yep. think I think it could work. Imagine a Shira film like yeah. in in you know based on Wonder Woman in this Thesperia. What's it called? Is that right? Thesperia. Etheria. Etheria. The, the, the Amazon. You know, like where they do their tournaments and things. You know, like um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, all all the all girls uh, sort of thing. You know, like not on the regular world, but on, not on okay. the regular. Yep. You know, like just uh, that whole everyone's super powerful and strong. Yeah. and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would just be so cool. You could do yeah. that. I, I honestly reckon it would be an easier... Easier sell. St- yeah, easier sell to write a story than... than Ma- I think Masters, they're finding it a bit tricky. Yep. Um, whereas the Shearer, when you... I, I, I mean, personally, I love it when I put on Shearer's and I particularly love the ones where they cross over to He-Man. Mm. But the world is is in, in turmoil. They're, they're the kind of the renegades they're the rebels, that are yeah. fighting the oppressed. Yep. And it probably you know came after Star Wars, obviously, mm. and the rebels yep. and that kind of concept. But like like you said, the cast of characters, they're, they're quite a... You know, you know with Bo and with Seahawk. I love the Seahawk yeah. characters. Some really interesting yep. stories. And, and I, I just feel like it would make a fantastic movie. I think Masters... Could make a, a wonderful movie too, but I think it's an easier sell. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Darren, I struggled with this one, and I spent many days thinking about this, which talks a lot to the toy lines that I collect, I guess, and and what draws me in. Part of me thought, can I say Masters? I know I had a movie, but Seventeen Million Dollars is hardly a major, <laughs> major movie. <laughs> Not even in, that's how much it costs to make. I you mean, spent all this know. time thinking about it, and you went back to the one answer we all knew you were going to say anyway. Well, it was a studio that was going out of business. It cost seventeen million dollars to make. What, what, you really what, say? What about your uh, Phantom and um, you know uh, Defenders, of, Defenders, of, the Defenders of the Earth? Defenders of the Earth. Yeah, good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. I think that I like would be Ben's very answer cool. for Darren's answer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah. No, I think that'd be very cool. I guess <laughs> I thought that was never a possibility because I know each character sits with a different studio. Oh, well, it's, this it's is hypothetical. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> make it happen, Darren. We're in charge yeah. here. Yeah. We decide. Um, look, couple for me that oh, I'm going to, again, I'm going to pick two, but it was a hard one to narrow it down. Dino Riders and Mask, I think, yeah. were, were... That was that... They're, they're Dino Riders was very right. close to my heart, yeah. but I've got to go with that. I had to go with Dino Riders. Yeah, and that was the same. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was Dino Riders. I think Mask... That could work as as yeah. a film. I think the kind of the espionage and the spies and the um, transforming vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that would work really well. But who doesn't like dinosaurs? Yeah. Who doesn't like aliens? Who doesn't like time travel and tech? Well, who, and bring and, them all together. Bring, yeah. bring it all together. Mash it all up. I mean, yeah. who's to, who's to say that this you know, Jurassic World three that they're it, building to? That's yeah, I'm hyped. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, be, right? But I think now, I mean, and they wouldn't have. At the time, right? If you're talking late 80s, mm. 
you just couldn't conceive of making a Dino Riders film yeah. uh, unless it was animated. Correct. It couldn't be done. Whereas now, you know, that that would be very, very, very plausible with yeah. the special effects they have. <laughs> yeah. All right, segueing from The Mask, we've got uh, an, a question from Rob McCallum from Action Figure Adventure, and he just had a mask guest on his show. Mm-hmm. So uh, how often do you gents plan to collect the same brands over and over again. In Ooh, our lifetime, triggered. we've seen Motu, TMNT, GI Joe, Transformers, and many other brands get released from various companies over and over again. Have you reached the point of any line above or otherwise where you can just outright a definitive figure and have zero desire to collect any new offering that might come? It's a, a fantastic it's question. Amazing question. Yeah, it's it an amazing question. I know they, they've touched on this yes. in the podcast, yep. Uh, yep. the Jay and Rob Toy Show. Check it out because it is a fantastic podcast. It's Certainly also is. live-streamed as well. And it's and the great news is Jinx TV is going to yes, be picked, uh, up. picked up the exclusive rights for a television version yeah, of the wow. Jay and Rob Toy Show. So fantastic. They've got all of the episodes in the can. I think they've got 12 in the can. They, they're, they're, they've got... Jinx is going to buy 10. 10. So yep. there, there'll be a few that cut out that might make... If, you, if In fact, I'm, oh, look, I'm promoting the podcast here you. for them. But doing look, it for if, him. If you are a patron, <laughs> you're going to get uh, basically exclusive access to those yep. sort of episodes Unreleased that content. might not yep. make Jinx TV, for example. But fantastic question, Frank, to you. Oof. Are you triggered by this question? I am because <laughs> I, I, I think of my beloved turtles and I have so many different variations of of the same theme there's the movie stuff there's 2003 2012 all the different things and and yet ironically when yep. you look at the entire history of turtles i probably have every second reboot when you yep. look at it yes, next like mutation that. i don't have any of that yep. um, i don't have any of the rise stuff i don't have any of the 2007 yep. sort of movie stuff and yet turtles is what dominates my yeah. toy room from but a, so, a so it, it's game. interesting because you're not just I'm not just going carte blanche. You're making exactly. a decision. What what is it about that decision that makes you go? I mean, on this next turtles line, as opposed to going, you know what? I've got it. I've got something similar yeah. enough. I've got a good enough figure. I don't need that new version. In, honestly, in the case of turtles, it's it's the associated media or the show or the movie that comes with it. Now, uh, probably the one exception to that was the Michael Bay stuff because by that stage, I kind of felt compelled. I was like, look, they haven't had a movie in a long time. It wasn't my favorite thing, but I want to I want to see it grow. I want to see a, a sequel. Sequel ended up being better than the first one. But anyway, but largely, uh, Next Mutation, a horrid show. Can't stand it. Can't watch more than two episodes in a row before wanting to claw my own eyes out. You're doing well to get to two. <laughs> the, uh, what comes next? The 2007 stuff? Okay. The figures aren't that great. The figures, no, I literally, I was all excited. I was like, oh, I didn't mind that movie. It's, it's, it's pretty good. And I picked up one of these figures and the joints just seemed like horrible. I could yep. see the seam lines where the, the arms had been, pieces had been cast together or across the head. And I just went, these feel like knockoffs to me. Yep. And I just, I literally put it back and because I didn't start, I never collected any of it. Um, and then Rise, to be honest, I came close with Rise a couple of times. Show, not for me. We've had that discussion many times on here. Um, and I think because of that, the figures were okay. And so I, I appreciate the fact that Turtles were all different size compared to other lines where they're, you know, the same thing, but you just change the color and stuff. So I appreciated that, but I don't know, just... Because I wasn't into the, I think if I even enjoyed the show a little bit, I probably would have got the Rise stuff. Yeah. So, so you got no real, 
broadly speaking, you've got no compulsion hmm. to pick up the next line, the next wave of your of your favorite properties. Uh, unless yeah, like Super Seven, you're in on Super Seven, which are really which is retelling. It, it goes so back the to the toy. To sure. to yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Right. I don't just I don't just buy anything that is from that brand. Uh, Transformers is perhaps the exception to that, where I got a little carried away. Yeah, yeah. Some of those, uh, you know, Energon Armada and all that, they're pretty horrid to try and work your way through. Um, Beast Wars was one, you know, one I love, so I had a big collection of that for a while, and. Yeah, I, I think for me, it's having something else where I can go. This is from that episode, and this is this is representative of of this cameo in episode whatever, like, um, or that movie, as as the case is. So that's probably the definitive factor for me. And like, Defenders of the Earth is a good example. I remember that show, but I, I couldn't tell you what happened in what episode, and I couldn't tell you what my favorite episode is. I remember the theme song. Yep. I know who the Phantom is. I know who Flash Gordon is, but I'm not about to get those figures because I don't have that love for yep. Yep. the show. That's probably the the one that does it for me. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, look, um, for me, I guess you know it's hard to pinpoint when you stop. I guess I, I look at each line. Turtles is a good example, like Frank, where you know I you know there are certain lines I haven't partaken in. Masters is the flip side of that, where you know often. I jump in on most most lines, um, you know, with a few exceptions here and there. I guess it's not about necessarily a definitive figure or a definitive line for me. It's about supporting the brand and wanting to see the brand grow. And, and so you'll support even if you don't really want it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Or do you need to want it? That's an interesting... I'd love to know that. I guess I do need to want it. Yeah. But I then you're happy to support point. it. You're happy to justify yeah, it by saying I'm supporting it. Yeah, I guess that's a valid point because... Yeah. The, I didn't buy the law subjects yeah. line, for example. And, yeah. You know, I did get the orco though. But um, yeah, I, I want that orco. But um, <laughs> should have used that for my stealing. I saw one over there. But yeah, so there are some lines I I don't jump in. But yeah, yeah, I have to want the line. I have to believe in it, I guess. But I also want to see the brand grow. I want to see it reach its full potential, um, whether that be animation, you know, live action, um, whether that be comics, whatever, you know. So guess that's really interesting the counter to that is dc where um you know i haven't really jumped in on the mcfarlane stuff too much other than the the live action wonder woman 84 figures and i'll, I'll be jumping in on some of the other you know on screen stuff that's come along there is a cutoff point i guess you just have to prioritize and recalibrate yeah 100 percent. i think darren you've hit the nail on the head for me mcfarlane i collected dc you know, Batman the Animated Series and, and basically beyond. I've got I've got everything, right? Like yep. and then we go to the four horsemen doing their Batman line and that moving into the Batman DC Superman Universe. and then what turned yeah. into DC, DC Universe, Universe Classics, Classics, right? Yep. And then what happened on Maddie Collector after that, right? So yep. th- those and then you've got all figures. the DC Direct stuff that you heaps of DC Direct. When McFarlane goes, we've got the new license, mm. I'm like, Cool, that's great. But I've I've pretty apart from the metal stuff, which nah okay, that wasn't around then, mm. which I'm not really that interested in. Most of the stuff they're going to do... Okay, if they do a Dark Knight Returns one, I've got it. If they do a Hush one, I've got it. You know, mm-hmm. like, I've got it. I, I don't need to collect McFarlane, right? And, and to your point, made me make an exception with the movie line. That's yep. cool. But to Rob's question, I don't need those figures again just because it's being done by McFarlane. That's a really easy line to draw. And I'm becoming much more critical of... You know, here comes another version of He-Man. Here comes another version of Skeletor. It needs to speak to me. Loyal subjects, 
I didn't go in on and I'm so glad now with the curating I'm doing of my collection that would have been the first to go yeah, right. because I don't need it I've got classics why am I buying yep. it I'm only yeah. buying it because masters and I feel this oh I've got to get it I've yeah, got to get it exactly I've got I don't like the style I don't like blind boxes it makes no sense for me mm. to collect pops I went in on the first wave I got Shearer and I got Hordak and all that stuff from mm. the first stuff and I made a call very early on when they started doing more and more masters that I'm going to pull the pin on it because I'm not a pop collector. It's not yep. for me. I so, don't need an, I don't need a pop Shearer. So the <laughs> new masters movie comes out and yep. they're going to do figures. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. But that's and that's where this is. It's such a good question mm. because I, I'm only playing at the extremes. Yep. Like at the extremes where I go, it's not for me. I I have to switch and get get away. Mm. But on the stuff where it speaks to me, you know, Super Seven with their with their Ultimates. Yep. I mean, it's really for all intents and purposes an update of the figure I've got. Sure, it's bigger and it's got you know extra paint apps and extra details and it's amazing. But it's a figure I've got, mm. and yet I'm I'm so compelled to get that figure. So it's it's a, it's a fascinating mm. question, fascinating psyche, and and really to answer the question, I'll keep buying it as long as it resonates with me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's it. I'm I'm uh, I have the ability to look around my room and see where I'm actually at in this uh, headspace right now. So I look at Dino Riders and I think. You know, I'd be so so cool if they made new Dino Riders, but they're realistically, the, if they made Dino Riders based on the Tyco ones that I'm looking at right now, they're not going to be the same quality. They're either going to be super knockoff, you know, um, uh, very uh, bleak and average, or they're going to be so high end they're going to be out of my price range. So Dino Riders, sort of the vintage Tyco ones, are you know in that perfect space that I don't think I could ever collect again. I look at my Voltron. I've only got sort of vintage and, uh, you know, a couple of uh, tip bits of uh, cheap, you know, modern versions of Voltron. I look at my G1 Transformers. That's probably where my um, headspace is at as well. It's That's essentially my whole collection of Transformers right there. And mm. Transformers is arguably where everything started toy collecting-wise for me. And I had a little um, collection of uh, Masterpiece. I've had the class transformers classics and things that yep. replicate the g1 styles and things and i sold all them off ages ago mm. it's really only Soundwave and that that i still uh cherry pick and ones that really speak to me that i had as a vintage toy but i'm very comfortable with some of these lines you know even battle beast i don't think i could even if they did a 3.35 inch yeah, new line yeah. i don't think i could fork out the money to invest in a 76 deep you know battle beast <laughs> line and you know also would would that ever would they ever finish the line they probably not you know in yeah, today's uh, society That's there there'd be a lot of remolds and things whereas the uh, the battle beast so i i think some of these lines are sit in perfect uh, that's their vintage stage and i don't think they're ever going to have upgrades as much as that saddens me because a lot of other uh, diehard fans want to see that you know they keep pushing it and things the next uh people that hold the you know the trademark and stuff but i just don't think it's ever going to happen unfortunately so so same yeah. question new masters movie no i'm easy i'm no. i'm easier to say no because i didn't go on origins no qualms about this uh new stuff i'm I've got, as YHS say, I'm in space danger at the moment. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I, I I can't 
because I, I know, you know, if I pick up He-Man, I need Skeletor. If I get, you know, and then I need a Teela standing next starts. to yep. He-Man and I need uh, Evil Lynn standing next to, you know, Skeletor and uh, and then I want a Hordak and, oh, look, I saw King Hiss in the background <laughs> and after the credits, I'm going to need one of them, you know. Uh, so I'd rather just say Suddenly no. you've got yeah. half the line. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. it. Mm, fascinating You're a wise question. man, Ben. Fascinating. All right, this next one comes from Davey Damage, of course, from DVG. What property would you like to cross over in style and design, e.g., like Savage World? Um, he gives the example here, which sounds like it would be his pick 90s Toy Biz X Men, but done in a Playmates TMNT style. I would buy the hell out of that line, oh, yeah. just quietly. <laughs> yep. Darren, we'll start with you, mate. I for um for a while I'd love a Super Seven Ultimates Robocop. Okay. Yeah. Just don't know why, but I just think that would uh, make a really cool figure. Yep. Yep. Featuring yep. what would sort of be three figures deep, Robocop one, two and three? You might do an E two oh nine and <laughs> <laughs> maybe Kane from the second film. But yeah, no, it wouldn't necessarily be a deep line, but it'd be a fun line. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> No, you might get a current spot if you're lucky. A what? Kurt Woodsmith's character. Clarence yeah, Bonnicke. I don't know Robocop okay. at all. That's why I'm he giving shoots, grief over he shoots it. Murphy. He basically... <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah. I I would love... I'm being very inspired by Hemo Adventures. Yeah. And what what looks amazing in those kind of turtle stylings something something that's a bit you know like a bit wackier has that kind of property that can do it i'd love to see the real ghostbusters done in more of a turtle style so a bit Ooh, bit okay. bigger bit, sure. bit kind of more sure. crazy and i think mm. where it would really work might be a bit tricky with the, the Ghostbusters you might end up getting something that looks a bit like Dick Tracy yep. where the human characters can look Out a little bit weird yep. but I reckon once you get into things like you know the werewolf and some the of those, those themselves yeah, yeah. Yeah. stuff I reckon that's that's the space that would look amazing yeah so, that would have yeah. the perfect sensibilities yeah correct yeah. correct ben. yeah cool I've got two that I just can't separate and it's sort of my warrior beast and my Galoob golden girls Ooh. done in that ultimate classics, oh, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, buck. Like I just, yeah. uh, there are two lines that, uh, that, you know, there's, there's, um, Zulu world have the property, uh, to keep doing vintage, uh, warrior beasts and things, but I just want that ultimate, you know, uh, version. I want to put it next to my ultimates, you know, my, uh, classics Skeletor and, yep. you know, the horde and things like that. I just think that those guys would be so cool. <laughs> And I feel Galoob Golden Girls is a more bar- uh, barbaric version of She-Ra than She-Ra will ever be. Yeah, uh, so I, I love that. I went, uh, I flipped on this question a couple of times, oh, this and that, and then I went, I want to see Mask, but I want to see it done to the masterpiece level and quality. Ooh, Can you imagine yeah, some of those okay. vehicles but done with the engineering that Takara are really famous for all done to scale, mind you. Yep. So you get your look. The figures would probably realistically still be at that sort of three point five inch. I'd, I'd be they'd be close to the five inch. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. But okay. by the time yeah. you um, you know, I, I suppose you think I'm thinking about a regular car that's well, so yeah. small, isn't it? There. Yeah. That's a five inch Batmobile from Superpowers line. 
Yeah, but you could, yeah, like that would be Thunderhawk. Yep. But then when you get to Rhino, you, yeah, but this you is think the thing. you think scale yeah, becomes a scale, real big yeah. issue. So you, you think, think sideswipe and things oh, when they're transformed sure. into a car yep. from MP uh, size, mm. they are quite small. So I think you're right. I think yeah. they need to be that smaller. But detail, you know, what yeah. they can do oh. it in, with today's tech. That would be a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shaking his head. Uh, you know, funny <laughs> listening to Ben's answer to the Dino Riders being rebooted. I 100 percent agree with you. Mm. It's almost like it 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 just can't be rebooted no. in a way that I would ever collect. Yep, but now that you've said that about mask, that can be rebooted that, in a way I would. Could <laughs> you imagine seriously like a Thunderhawk? A th- done with that, that oh. sort of level of detail and yeah. engineering, yeah. like oh, uh, a pretty pretty amazing. Yep. Okay, so um, Brendan Crates, also known as BC Talk on Instagram, asked if you could have a toy line based on an Australian movie, TV show, book, or real life event. What would you choose? Yeah, and he wrote he personally would think that a oh, yeah. round twist toy line with lighthouse Very playset cool. would be phenomenal. So good. Have you ever, <laughs> ever felt, felt like this? this? Yeah, uh, that would be that would be fantastic. That's a cult classic here. Mark Mitchell, uh, yes, in that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, look, a I, I big shout out here to uh, Davey and his episode on Dave's Video Graveyard with an interview with uh, the the founder of the Mad Max Museum mm. up there near Broken Hill. Um, That's so mine, um, <laughs> sir. <laughs> what, I, what, I, what I would say about now we did actually, funnily enough, sixty-one episode sixty-one. Episode 61. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, we've done, we we have done this. Yeah, yeah. Ben actually did. Yeah, um, I worked for months on that. Yeah, um, <laughs> Trent's just um, plagiarised. What I would what I would say about um, Mad Max, we actually did get a toy line based on the figures, the, other characters, the, the, the Road mm. Warrior. Yes. Mad Max. That's Mad Max Two. Yep. Um, now, and I know in our in our episode we did a kind of like it would be a vehicle line and so forth, mm-hmm. but I think there's a there's a another kind of almost action figure line as well with with you'd get vehicles and maybe you know that five inch because the Road Warrior figures were very much I, don't, I can't remember who did them whether it was uh, Palisades or something mm. of N two Toys or one of those uh, kind of they're very realistic for the time and now you look at them and you go oh it's yeah, a bit yeah. it's a bit off. Very large, very you know, like the, the Lord Humongous is just you know ripped and and, um. But I would love to see probably a smaller scale of figure, and and bringing in Mad Max Three, maybe even bringing in a bit of Fury Road, <laughs> that sort of stuff, because there's wow. just so many yeah. cool costumes. Yep. I think the designs of the characters are really cool, and you got to have an interceptor, right? Yes. Yeah, you've you've have to. An interceptor. yeah. The gyro, gyro captain could have a little gyrocopter. Yeah, a few things like that would be really cool. Yeah. I know that during the week you were tossing and turning about whether to go with this or whether to go with a um, a McLeod's daughter's line that was compatible <laughs> with your My Little Ponies. Yeah. But- Bit of, bit, of, bit of country practice on the yeah. side, you know. Hippie the bush kangaroo, yeah. just yeah. playing yeah. the whole time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, I mean, mine was uh, Mad Max. I'm a huge fan of Mad Max. Uh, I don't think I remember those toys because I remember a friend used to buy them because he was a big fan, and I just like, oh, they're just don't, not doing it for me. There's no car mm. to, for the figures to go in. You know, what's the point scenario? And yeah, uh, we I, we made up a um, you know hypothetical toy line, and I based it the sizing and scale on the mask toy line. So yeah. back to the Kenner mask and, uh, you know, yeah. So episode 61, go listen to that because uh, I'm very proud. You, you out know, of mind, exactly I'm what the I'm very line proud of that would have been. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think from memory we had Phil on that yes, episode. We did. Yes. And he was just like, oh, my God, I want to buy that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very cool. So for me, I went with a great Australian icon. It's not Steve Irwin. It's not Bluey. 
I went the castle. Oh, nice. Yes. Cool. Okay. Yeah, now, yeah, I yeah. would, and I think it, and it's got to have a pool table in, in there. Like, <laughs> can you think of the pool. accessories you would you get with some of these figures, right? And uh, what is that? Genuine Rolex watch or something? Yeah. Is it genuine Ray Ban? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jousting sticks. Jousting sticks. <laughs> And just just a set of gates that don't fit yeah. the house. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. could you could do Bonnie so. Doon. I mean, yeah. you could have you could have all the cars, right? Yeah. Move the Tirana so I can get the Commodore <laughs> yeah. out. So get the you know yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. You'd have a little boxing bag yeah. for like um. Oh, what's his name? Uh, the Hulk. Eric, yeah. Eric Banner. Eric You'd have a little yeah. box. Yeah. Your little kickboxing bag with yep. him for D- dad. Dad. I dug a hole yeah, that trouble. <laughs> and, and to that point, because it's such a quotable film, yeah. uh, I'm not sure who did them originally, but I have a pretty close to six-inch oh. Dr. Evil figure. And yes. what he comes with is he comes with a cat and like a, a little stack of million-dollar bills, but he comes with a, a, basically a stand that sits on that has a button yep. that speaks about five lines oh, from nice. the film. And yeah. I'm like, that's what I would do with these yep. characters. Yep. So you have, you know, five memorable bits of dialogue. Dad, I dug a hole. has yep. got to be yep. in there. Dad, Dad it's, the filling up, yep. it's, it's filling up with water. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you know, the ultimate, you've got to have the playset of the house, like the castle yeah. itself. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Without that, you don't have a film. That's Absolutely. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, I would buy all of that. I fought at the castle, and I fought Mad Max, and I knew that others would go for Mad Max, so I stayed clear of it. <laughs> the one that sprung to mind for me, other, other than the ones we've talked about, was Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. 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 So iconic, um, yeah. so Australian. And you know everybody knows, it. and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, that's and not a knife. Yeah. This is a knife. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And you got quotable lines as well, mm. but you could have some really cool accessories. You could have, you know, the the, the dead croc that he comes in wrestling with. It, you know, the the start of the film. Yep. You know, one to show off to the American tourists, that sort of thing. And you know, it it could be a fun little 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 thing. It probably wouldn't be a huge line, but it'd be a lot of fun. Well, it probably wouldn't extend to the third film, would it? No, no, I don't <laughs> think it would. Um, I don't think there's, there'd be much demand for a crocodile Dundee in their life. <laughs> have, a, have a Ernie Dingo in there as well. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah you could. Yeah. Oh, for sure. wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, you could. It'd be, it'd be fun, you know, yeah. and really nice, iconic Australian film. Good call. Yeah. Probably going to have to call it there because the next question from Have is going to require a bit of in-depth analysis yeah. that I don't think we're going to have time for now. But we've, we've probably close to halfway through that list. But, mm. So I'd like to say a huge thank you again for everyone who contributed to that those questions because cool. they're really, really fantastic questions. All of them absolutely brilliant. And good to have some some really great debate here on the on the show. And, and poor G. Darren was sweating when he realised he bought six uh, <laughs> He-Man figures. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with them? Is one of them holding up your coffee table? Is that what's going on? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, no, I was sweating when I saw the state of them. Yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. was the real issue. I didn't buy enough. <laughs> um, I should have bought ten and I might have got, you know, four good ones. Yeah. 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 Um, but... Um, yeah, no, look, they were a lot of fun, and I look forward to getting to the rest of them, them in a future episode because yep. they're too, there's too many good questions not to. Yeah, yep. I, yep. just, I just want to give another plug to uh, Day's Video Graveyard. I'll be on there coming up shortly this month uh, for uh, Judge Dredd's, the Lone's Judge Dredd. Uh, so uh, be sure to watch the movie, listen to the review on DVG, and uh, see if you agree with me or uh, not. <laughs> well, I reckon my nostalgic memories of that film will agree with you. I think Trent of 2021 rewatching that Could film. Be interesting. Could be. I, I'm very. I'm just to give a hindsight. I'm very honest that the Carl Urban one shits sure. all over the. It's a totally just alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. But my argument back to everybody else is. 
that was my introduction and probably sure. met for uh, oh, many yeah, people 100%. that was my introduction for dread right and yeah. until that i didn't know him i didn't know there was a big faboo against uh, him taking off his helmet sure. you know yeah. so yeah. that yeah. didn't bother me in the film it wasn't until years later that i found out you know hey that was That's you know massive and practical effects yeah. Yeah. Right? right practical effects hold up in film so much better than when they try to use shitty cgi yep. And, you know, there's only well, one scene in real. the film. Yeah. It's there's only one scene in the film where there, there's a better, better, like, there's sort of a green screen and they're riding through the, you know, um, high above the city on, on the bikes and things. And you're like, oh, this is a bit jarring. <laughs> but that's not for an hour into the no, film. Like, yeah. no. you see the big uh, ABC warrior and stuff and he's walking around picking people up, ready to tear their limbs, you know, mm. apart. And it's all practical and yeah. it looks so cool. And you just get immersed in the... Um, you know, heavy action movie moment, you know. Yeah. So cool. leave your brain at the door, watch the movie, <laughs> listen to the review, and uh, I hope you get some enjoyment out of it. Well, there'd be lots of people like you that that was their introduction, yes. and then they dug much deeper into the mythology of it. 100%. You know, yeah. um, without that gateway in, they probably wouldn't even know what Judge Dredd Exactly. And you know, leaving your brain at the door is very uh, on brand for DVG. So, <laughs> oh, wow. no, he he not, does not. he does throw some uh, hateful speech against Toy Power, so uh, I'll allow that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone. Funnily enough, uh, he's actually. I I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know why, but I reckon Davey has an extremely high IQ. Based on he he's just a very deep and complex man. I reckon he's. He's yeah, a very, he very is. smart guy. Yeah, he is. That's 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 that my question. take. I'm very <laughs> there it is. I'm waiting very, for you to break. I I'm just being genuine. <laughs> I, I, I think he's extremely witty. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I said afterwards well, I said afterwards, you guys are so much more funny than I I am. Mm. I can ever be, so I tried not to pull all the oh, jokes no, and things yeah, because yeah. I know I can't pull them can't off as well that. as you. I, yeah. I've I've tried on occasions to kind of go to his level and, and it's, there's no point. Like, <laughs> there, yeah. is no, yeah. there is no going to his level because he's a comic genius. I know genius. you meant that as a compliment. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, but he's a comic genius. He, he, he is. And, and a lot of respect for that. Yeah, absolutely because most of us are not. We and, and like Ka- to think we are. But. And Casey just fits in so well with yeah, uh, that duo. Yeah, uh, yeah. They are fantastic together. No, absolutely. Couldn't. Good friends, of, good friends of Toy Power and always been loyal to each one of us. Anyway, um, we want to wish everyone um, good health and, and good safety in the world right now of all the stuff that's still happening out there. And, you know, so take care of yourselves and your family. And until next time, good journey. Because playtime is the best time. <laughs> You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Toy Power Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of... Okay, people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. <laughs>